What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Live from A1 Studios in Sunset Park, Brooklyn, New York. This is Combat Sports Radio. Welcome to Combat Sports Radio. I am your host, Rob Aguilar. Thank you for tuning in. On today's episode, we're going to discuss the fight between Alfredo El Perro Angulo and Saul El Canelo Alvarez that took place this past Saturday, March 8th in Las Vegas. It was supposed to be an interesting fight. And a lot of times with these fights, when they get hyped up the way they do, uh, they don't live up to the expectations. So before we begin, I'd like to tell you about a brand that I'd like for you to check out. One of our sponsors here on Combat Sports Radio, and they are Roan Jewelry. Make sure you please check them out. They are at www.roanjewelry, that's R-O-A-N, jewelry.com. And they have a lot of great gifts for your girlfriend, your wife, your sister. Uh, Mother's Day's slowly creeping up on us, and you can get mom a nice gift from Rowan Jewelry. So make sure you check them out. And also, I'd like to invite you to subscribe to Combat Sports Radio, completely free to subscribe. You can do so by subscribing on iTunes at combatsportsradio.net. And if you use the Stitcher app, you can go to combatsportsradio.us and subscribe there. We cover all the major bouts, fights, fighters, the stories behind the fights. We interview the important figures in both boxing and MMA. So make sure you subscribe and tune in and uh, shoot us an email. Shoot me an email at Aguilar, that's A-G-U-I-L-A-R-R, at earthlink.net. Or follow me on Twitter at uh, at Robert Aguilar. Again, that's A-G-U-I-L-A-R. So this fight was supposed to be a comeback fight for both Canelo and El Perro, both coming off from losses. Canelo took a big boxing clinic from Floyd Mayweather, and El Perro Angulo coming off that loss from Erislandi Lara. I thought this fight was going to be a lot more competitive than it really was. It was always said, it was always known that El Perro didn't exactly have the best defense. Uh, he's a straight come-forward fighter with a lot of power. And he made, in his last fight, in the fight that he lost to Lara, he made Lara look very vulnerable, very ordinary in some instances, and really challenged that chin and put that defense, that signature Lara defense, to the test. And he was very successful at that. He, he got in and um, hurt Lara more than once. So for that reason, I thought this was going to be very competitive. And as it turns out, right up until the stoppage, and this was such a painful fight to watch. The fight will be replayed this Saturday on Showtime. So if you didn't get to watch it live, you can watch it then and then kind of compare our notes to what you 
see that that day. I had to fight 90 to 81 for Canelo. So every single round was a Canelo round. And this was so painful to watch from the beginning. I mean, every punch that El Perro took was just brutal, brutal. And he looked very, very ordinary, very, very amateurish. No defense. And his powers, I mean, he was just measuring. Uh, El Perro was. He, he, he wasn't really retaliating. He was kind of just touching Canelo. Uh, wasn't, wasn't right. Something from the beginning was not right about this match. He did, though, get, I guess, busier as the rounds went on. And that's something I, I don't know if that was the plan to maybe get Canelo tired because Canelo does kind of tend to slow down as the rounds go by. He does get slower. He does get winded. And maybe that was part of the plan. I don't know. He was, uh, Angulo was starting to get some combinations in. I would say the, the ninth round was probably his best round where he did get in there and, uh, got in some nice combinations and connected. And Canelo was starting to maybe drop his hands a little bit. I don't know if he was getting more confident or just because he wasn't, uh, because Angulo wasn't connecting enough or wasn't throwing enough that he was confident. And that's why maybe he was keeping his hands a little bit down, kind of showing off the boxing skills as well. And then we get to the stoppage at the 10th round. I think more than anything, that is what was the talk of the forums and of journalists afterwards was, was the stoppage too soon? And the reason why people were questioning that is because after one punch in the 10th round, Tony Week steps in and stops the fight. Now, granted, and again, if you, if you didn't watch the fight, but you do watch the replay, El Perro was taking massive shots. I mean, Canelo was clocking him back and then just putting every ounce of weight into these punches and there's no question that El Perro has a tough chin a very tough chin a strong chin I mean he can take a punch he took some massive shots it hurt it it hurt to watch and hear those thumping blows he was taking so if part of the plan was to wear Canelo out and then kind of take over the fight in the last four rounds and get a knockout. If that was his plan, then he sacrificed a lot. And the fact that he took all those blows with this plan in mind, that in the last four rounds, he is going to go all out and get that knockout, then that stoppage makes all this work, if you want to call it that way, by Angulo, not worth it. In other words, he took a massive beating, for absolutely nothing. And that's what kind of hurts about this whole thing. Now, there is a big concern about safety for the fighters and being in recent times, fighters who have been allowed to go far too long and get hurt seriously to the point where some have died. From that aspect, from that point of view, I can see how some will argue that the stoppage was right on the money. Personally, I was... It kind of caught in the middle between. And then after analyzing it a little further, I came to the conclusion that it was too soon in that round. 
So you got to judge every single round as an individual fight. So when you're scoring a fight, every round, it's its own miniature little mini fight, if you will. So each round is an individual fight. So if you score round one, let's say, in any given fight, or in this case, you score it 10-9 for Canelo, then that's it. Round one is over. When round the second round starts, then you're only going to base that scoring on that second round only. And that's how, that's the minimum criteria for when you're judging these fights. So if we apply that to this situation, then yes, although he was taking massive punches at the beginning of round 10 and in between nine and 10, right before that round, Virgil Hunter tells Angulo, he tells him, and this is not exactly word for word, but something to the effect of, I'm not going to let you go down like this, he tells him, or something to that effect. I will stop the fight if I see Canelo getting combinations, three, four solid combinations on you. So you have to show me something. You have to show me that you're still in this fight. And El Perro looked right at him and said, okay, okay. So he, both both trainer and fighter were very aware of the dire situation here at hand. And based on the previous round, and again, I guess we don't want to do that, but based on the previous round, Angula was starting to, to connect starting to to get some combinations in there. Was he going to knock him out? I mean, we don't know, right? That's tough to predict. But he was starting to to get some momentum, and he was starting to get stronger, reaching deep down inside and putting some combinations together. So the round round 10 starts, and Angulo gets hit with a massive uppercut. And Tony Weeks steps in and waves the fight off. So in that round, it was way too soon because it takes away the bodily sacrifice that El Perro was taking to achieve, I guess, his plan, if you will. So he basically took a massive beating for absolutely nothing. That's how I see it. Um, and again, this was this was a tough, tough conclusion to come up with because, again, the safety of these fighters is what's key here. But I feel that it was the corner's responsibility to stop it. Unless something else happened after that initial punch where then Tony Weeks could have stepped in, but Virgil Hunter himself said he was going to stop the fight. And we heard it. Everyone who watched the fight heard it. That's what he clearly told him. So what's next for El Perro? Maybe retirement at this point. He did take a massive beating. He might retire. Maybe he should. Uh, I can't imagine him coming back and taking a bigger fight unless he, he fights someone he can easily beat. Now, as far as Canelo, uh, Canelo made a statement that he's back. Or as he said in a press conference after the fight, he was always there. He he wasn't he didn't go anywhere. This was just a good comeback fight. And they picked a good opponent for him, I guess, in retrospect. Someone where he can show off his skills. Uh, definitely, he was not able to do this against Floyd. But it better was a stationary target that didn't move much. And Canelo was able to pretty much land at will. So what's next for him? Well... A lot of things, a lot of big fights, a lot of fights that fans want to see. Uh, I think a good fight, an interesting fight, an entertaining fight would be a fight against Eddie's Landi Lada. Based on what Angula was able to do with Lada, I think that would be a great fight. Also, a fight against the winner of Goto and Martinez would be an excellent fight. So there's a lot of big things, and that's what's exciting. Uh, and it's time, I guess, to really put the test to to Canelo 
prior to fighting Floyd, Canelo wasn't really fighting, I want to say, top-notch level A opponents. And that was understandable. And I said this in a previous show where uh, Canelo didn't have an amateur career, didn't fight amateur, became pro very young. It was to be expected that they were going to build him up fighting lesser, easier opponents that he could beat easily and make him strong and confident and get that experience. And then when he fought Floyd, Floyd Mayweather is the best defensive fighter of this modern time. So he didn't look so good against him, and that was that was the real test. Uh, against Angulo, we expected this. Angulo was the underdog. We expected that Canelo was going to win. We didn't think it was going to be this lopsided. So it's time to put those skills uh, to the test. And Canelo, if he wants to secure his legacy in, in boxing history then he's going to have to step up to the plate and fight real top-notch level A competition. And he can definitely find that against someone like Erislandi Lara, uh, against Cotto, against Martinez, any one of those guys, and a few other names that have been thrown around. And he might not. He might not fight any one of those guys. He has enough drawing power that he can fight Joe Schmo off the street, and it'll sell, and people will buy the tickets People buy the pay-per-views because he's marketable. People like him. So it's going to be interesting to watch how this young man's career unfolds, whether he will take on the big names or just kind of coast it and fight guys that he can beat for sure. If he goes down that route, then at least I'd hope for entertainment's sake that he picks guys that are maybe dangerous enough to make it interesting but not dangerous enough to beat him. Other boxers have done the same and have made careers out of doing just that but we'll see what happens that is my breakdown of the canelo angulo stoppage i'd like to hear from you guys you can shoot me an email at aguilar r at earthlink.net and that's a-g-u-i-l-a-r-r at earthlink.net give me a follow on twitter and my twitter handle is at robert aguilar Subscribe to the podcast at combatsportsradio.net on iTunes, combatsportsradio.us on Stitcher. And I'd love to hear from you guys. We have a lot of exciting episodes on the way. We're going to have guests and interviews. We'll be discussing in the near future the fight between Floyd Mayweather and Marcus Maidana and also the fight between Miguel Cotto and Martinez taking place here in New York. So thank you very much for listening to Combat Sports Radio. I am your host, Rob Aguilar. Muchas gracias. Buenas noches. This has been an A1 Broadcasting Podcast. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.